Welcome to the Little Is Much podcast. I'm Cameron. And this is Morgan. We are just a young couple desiring to serve God and raise a family in this present world based off Titus 2.12. We have seen God take the little we have to offer and do much more than we could ever imagine. Join us as we share personal real life experiences and what God is teaching us along the way. We will cover topics of faith, family, and everyday life from a Christian and biblical perspective. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be going over our love story. I feel like we have a pretty unique love story, um, but maybe I just think that because it's ours. Um, We could possibly do a his perspective versus her perspective kind of deal when it comes to our love story because one of us, I'm not going to say who, tends to be a little um, exaggerative when it comes to certain parts. She was in love with me at first sight. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So we're going to try to go ahead and just jump right into this though so we can fit all of this in one episode because there actually are quite a few details to our love story mm-hmm. i am going to go ahead and let cameron though jump in yeah so i was a career firefighter um i had been at uh our local fire department for about two or three months um and at the time i was lost i was getting into some worldly things i was um going out with the guys a lot and just get into some bad stuff um, but I was also a volunteer firefighter at the same time and I pretty much just lived at the station um, you know if I wasn't at work I was at the volunteer station running calls hanging out with the guys um, working out and then would just stay there every night that's where we do our meals I lived there that was pretty much my home um, but one of the guys on my career shift Um, He was actually a part-time employee at another EMS agency um, that was close to us, and he was actually going to be having his first EMT class. And that's kind of where I come in. So I was working at the hospital, and at the hospital, they are always encouraging you to further your education, whether that is a degree or a certification. And at this same time, when they were kind of pushing me to do that, um, my, my sister Mackenzie, she had signed up for this EMT class because she was wanting to get into the EMS world um, for a career. And I also had some friends that were also EMTs. And they were encouraging me, you know, just go ahead, take the class. You could get that certification. So I ended up sitting at a little ice cream shop one evening, just randomly signed up for the class and was like, okay, here I go. I'm going to do it. Well, lo and behold, like Cameron mentioned, the guy that was on his shift was my instructor. Our class was pretty small, so we all became very close. Um, And the instructor went to my sister Mackenzie and he had mentioned like, hey, there's this guy on my shift at my career station. Um, I think that him and Morgan would really get along. We should set something up so they can meet. My sister being the good typical sister she is was like you know give me all the details send me some pictures so she was kind of putting that bug in my ear telling me you know hey our instructor has this friend on his shift he thinks you guys should meet and I was like absolutely not um I have always been very guarded and I was not really 
in search for a boyfriend at this time and I also was like you know I don't even know if he's saved I know nothing about him it could be a disaster so I am not going to touch it with a 10 foot pole um but my sister and my instructor they definitely you know kept at it um and they actually connived and decided to set something up they told me that our class was going to be going to our instructor's career station and he was going to be setting up EMS scenarios with the firefighters and they were going to help us practice our patient scenarios. So acting out different scenes and patient cases that you could come up on. We were doing this for our test. So I showed up with my sister and looked around and nobody else from our class was there. It was just me and my sister that got invited. So I immediately knew something was up. Me and Mackenzie were sitting in their meeting room just kind of studying some stuff before we started scenarios and actually the door came open and Cameron actually came in. Um, I didn't know for sure it was him at the time but he just kind of looked shocked because I don't think he was expecting it to be us in there and he looked at us and was like hey is and said our instructor's name has he been in here um and so me and Mackenzie answered and then he walked out and Mackenzie of course was like that was Cameron um I you know thought he was cute and everything but I still was like oh my goodness I cannot believe you guys did this to me Hmm. um and then we started into the scenarios and they were all thought they were so funny and they made Cameron the patient and they made my sister the EMT that was supposed to be responding to Cameron and of course they tell me that I am going to be Cameron's wife in this situation and I'm going to be coming up and telling the EMT that you know I'm Cameron's wife and that he's a diabetic and so of course you know there was lots of you know cutting eyes and laughing and But what they didn't know was years later, I actually would end up being Cameron's wife, which is, yes, which (laughs) was actually, it's pretty cute part, I think, of our story. Mm -hmm. Um, In that time when we first met at the fire station, Cameron, what was your first impression? Um, I thought Morgan was absolutely beautiful. No. Um, And I could honestly see, even though that was like the first time I'd really gotten to see her i had seen her come a few other times to the station to um train or they had a class at our station or i think they did a tour one time at the fire trucks and the ambulances um at my station but that time was the time that i actually really got to see morgan and you know i saw that she was beautiful of course but then i saw something just completely different in her um i could tell that she was just a godly young lady and i loved that um that was definitely the number one thing, and then her beauty was just an added um, second. Yeah, and I definitely um, thought Cameron was cute and everything. I was attracted to him, um, but I was still, of course, very guarded and was like, there's no way this will ever work out. So I kind of kept my distance a little bit. Um, We ran into each other a couple more times. Um, I think we had both brought patients to the hospital at the same time once or twice, and so we had run into each other at the hospital. Um, We also got invited to come to their stations Thanksgiving, dinner um the day before thanksgiving and so i got to interact with him some more then um it was getting close to christmas at this point and 
our church was actually building a new building and there was a volunteer fire station right down the road. Mm-hmm. Like, how far is it? I mean... Uh, like a tenth or a quarter of a mile. Yeah, probably. right down the road. And some of those firefighters actually come up to our church, um, the construction site, and filled some barrels of water um, that we needed. And so our church was really appreciative towards them. And we were wanting to do something for them for Christmas as like a thank you. So we had put together like a gift basket, a thank you basket. We had made some goodies. And lo and behold, guess who was a volunteer at that station? This is just how God works. Yeah. So that was actually my volunteer fire station, um, if you hadn't picked up on that yet. Um, But Morgan's sister actually knew that I had volunteered there because um, their instructor had been talking to them. um, And he kind of put two and two together and then... Morgan and her sister, they put two and two together. And then Mackenzie, she had actually gotten my number first. And she was um, coordinating this um, goodie box uh, drop-off with me. Um, And they finally came. And it was Morgan and her sister and her mom and her little brother. Um, So I was super excited that her little brother got to come because I got to uh, show him all the fire trucks. And I loved doing that when I worked at the stations I loved when people would come and bring their kids and I'd get to show them the big fire trucks and the ambulances uh, but I got to show him all the fire trucks the ladder truck the ambulance I even got to get him up in um, one of our 1950s fire trucks and just to be able to see his face light up and see him have fun getting up in them and it was just a blast having them come to the station and yeah. all the stuff that they brought us was just great yeah, and of course, I tagged along with my little brother and Cameron as he was showing, you know, I, I of course volunteered to be the one to go with <laughs> them. So me and Cameron got to interact a little bit more then. Mm-hmm. And actually, that night, I got Cameron's number from my sister um, to text him and tell him thank you for taking Josiah around to see all of the engines. And that was the first text that was sent between us. I actually sent the first text Mm um and then from there we just started texting kind of casually me and Cameron and Mackenzie went out to grab pizza one night um and then I had started you know inviting him to church and our church was actually having a kids Christmas program um that I was directing and so I had invited Cameron and our instructor to come and they actually did end up coming and so that was really nice they got to come and see my church um so that was something that was really neat but after that I kept just inviting him encouraging him you know come to um a service of course, we were also texting about spiritual things, you know, of course, everyday things too, mm-hmm. um, but we were having some deeper conversations about salvation and, um, you know, just about what God had done in my life, and I was trying to be a witness to Cameron, and he was t- sharing some things about his life with me. He was telling me, you know, that he had grandparents that were also Baptist, and so there was that kind of connection that he knew a little bit about it and had been to church with them a couple of times um and so we were just chatting back and forth but I just kept you know kept my distance in a way and just kept inviting him to church well Mm -hmm. finally on March 10th um Cameron went ahead and showed up at church on a Sunday morning yep um I just gotten off shift and I went home real quick and 
got as dressed up as I could. I didn't have a suit. Um, I just threw on some cowboy boots, some blue jeans, a shirt and tie, and a uh, sport coat, and thought I was something else, but I thought I wanted to dress up a little bit for church, so I grabbed my Bible, and I finally went to church on that March 10th, um, and like Morgan said, that was the day I got saved on the way to the Mexican restaurant, um, and I actually mentioned that in our last episode uh, about with our testimonies, but that day, I stayed at Morgan and her parents' house the whole day. Um, we just hung out, we, had fun. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful spring day. It was warm, um, but it wasn't too hot. It was just nice enough that we could go outside. We could walk, um, just hang out outside. Um, but then I left Morgan's house when it came time to go back for the evening service. Um, I actually left and went back to my house or my parents' house to get a notebook um, to take notes about the preaching and uh, just the different passages that were being preached out of. And um, so, yeah, I went back and then I made it back to the church that night. And Mm -hmm. I definitely knew something had happened. I wasn't sure if it was just God was working on him or if, you know, he had gotten saved. I wasn't sure exactly that day, but there was immediately a change. Um, He was wanting to, you know, come back to church with us that night. He was just seemed to have this lightness about him and this joy. And I remember just hanging out with him that day and thinking to myself, I am going to marry him. Um, And that was kind of the first time I had let my guard down a little bit. And I just knew that God was working and he was doing something in my heart and in Cameron's heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just kind of knew. It it sounds cliche when people say, you know, when you meet the one, you just know. (laughs) But it really is true. And, you know, if you haven't felt that, you probably haven't met the right one. Um, So I used to remember getting so frustrated with people when they would tell me that. um, Because I'd be like, yeah, but how do you know? And they'd be like, you just know. But it really is true. <laughs> when it's right, you know. Yeah. And actually, at this point, I had been telling my parents that um, even before I got saved, I'd been telling them, like, it's just something about this girl. Uh, I'm going to marry her. <laughs> I'd just been telling them that I was going to marry Morgan. Um, and then I got saved. And then um, we just kind of went on from there. And yeah. I had been very straightforward with him before this mm-hmm. point, before March 10th. You know, I had told him, like, you know, this is great being friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very straightforward and blunt person, so I just laid it out there. I said, you know, I am happy to be friends with you, um, but as far as this ever turning into anything more, I said, I don't know if you have feelings, um, but, you know, it really can't be anything more than friends just because, you know, I am saved I have certain beliefs my church is my life and I have to be with someone and be in a relationship with someone that feels the same way who loves God who wants to serve God who wants to raise a family for God um and so I had been very straightforward with him. I wasn't being ugly about it. I just didn't want us to get involved and mm-hmm. him to start having feelings and me knowing down deep that it couldn't go anywhere um because I follow the verse you know I didn't want to be unequally yoked I knew I wanted to have somebody that was going to be saved because that's so important so once Cameron ended up getting saved you know I had laid all of that out and told him you know if you start having feelings for me let me know because we're going to need to reevaluate and this is how I feel about it Mm -hmm. well it only took him about 
two days after mm-hmm. getting saved. And then he sent me the sweetest text message and telling me, you know, that he did have feelings and stuff for me. And he just kept coming to church and he kept growing, which mm-hmm. was, you know, it was it was wonderful to see that. Even though we were all super excited to see Cameron growing, my dad, he was still a protective father, as mm-hmm. all fathers should be, you know, and he was really wanting to, you know, make sure Cameron wasn't just doing this for me, that it was truly, right. you know, that God was doing this in his heart and that Cameron was doing it for the right reasons. So he kind of, you know, told us both he wanted Cameron to take six months after getting saved, of course, because Cameron had shared with my parents mm-hmm. that he had gotten saved, um, take six months just to focus on him spiritually and not worry about being in a relationship. It was obvious to absolutely everybody <laughs> around true. us um, that there was feelings between us and we were attracted to one another and that God was doing something in our lives. Um, everybody was joking us about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents obviously could see that. So my dad just had a serious conversation saying he wanted Cameron to be able to focus on himself spiritually um, before jumping into a relationship. And I honestly think that is was such a wise decision mm-hmm, on a parent's part. Um, and I encourage other parents, if you see that, you know, in your child and you see that maybe they need to focus on themselves and growing spiritually before they jump into a relationship, it's okay to say that. They might be a little upset maybe right when it first happens, but in the end they will say Thank you, because I am so thankful that my dad did that. Um, So Cameron, you know, just kept growing, but we knew, you know, we had to focus on his spiritual mm-hmm. growth. Um, yes, feelings were still, I mean, we're human. Yeah. Feelings were still growing for one another. We were still, you know, spending time together. But we knew that as far as dating, that wasn't going to happen quite yet. However, my birthday was around the corner in July, so about four months later. Um, and I had planned a trip to Baltimore. Um, and my parents said that Cameron could go with us if if he wanted to and so he actually did join that trip with us yeah. and we had an amazing time it was a blast we rode scooters through the city and we just had so much fun we stayed in a hotel that had like a rooftop garden mm-hmm. that you could like walk your dog and stuff so we had gone up there with one of my or all of my siblings i can't remember we had gone up there mm-hmm. um and there was like this big light up heart in the distance and we got to like stand up there and talk a little bit and it was just very romantic and we just talked about what god was doing we talked about you know we definitely felt like god was you know leading us into a relationship and we were excited about it and we couldn't wait until you know we could actually start that journey together um and then that next morning yeah um morgan um her dad and i were actually in the same room with her little brother so we actually um i had been wanting to talk to him about me and morgan so of course we had to send the little brother out so we sent him out and me and her dad kind of sat down we had a talk um and i had asked for his permission to start dating Morgan um, because that was, that was just the right thing to do. And of course, you know, he was saying that, you know, Morgan was his little girl. It's his oldest daughter. um, And of course he wanted to see me keep growing. He didn't want a relationship to get in the way of me growing spiritually, but he knew that I liked Morgan and Morgan liked me. So there wasn't a way he could stop that attraction between us. So 
he he loved me anyways and <laughs> he said yes he said you can date her um you can start dating her and at that point when everybody came back in the room um we were able to say uh, um I was able to ask Morgan if she wanted to start dating me and from there on <laughs> we started dating and yeah, we actually great. started dating the day before her birthday which was super cool and we were in Baltimore and so dad it was... let it happen in four months instead of six <laughs> <laughs> and it was just super memorable be to be able to do it there in Baltimore um, it was just a cool experience I love traveling so yeah. that was something that was really special to me um, I always like to take trips and stuff for my birthday and I've been able to go out of the country and go to different um, places and so that it happened while we were traveling was also something that was just really special um, to me. So we started dating in July mm -hmm. and we dated until March, which I think that's what, about eight months. Mm -hmm. um, and then Cameron ended up proposing on March 1st. Um, and we knew once we got engaged that... Um, we didn't want to be engaged long. We knew we wanted to get it done. Yeah. So we only were engaged for six months mm -hmm. um, before we got married. And there's a whole lot that happens in between there. We'll probably do another episode, you know, like buying our house and how God worked that out. That is yeah. an amazing story. Really how see how God, worked. yeah, how just God's hand in that and people he used. Um, so that's probably a whole nother episode that we can talk about that. Also, I don't, I, we're just hitting the highlights. I don't ever want to make it sound like our relationship was just peaches and cream and all smooth mm -hmm. from the very beginning when we were dating we you know there were still things that we had to go through there were still things we ran into there were still little arguments there were still I mean mm -hmm. every couple is gonna have that um there were still you know things we ran into that it's like how are we gonna get past this you know and God saw us through we had some you know major things happen and God saw us through all of it and because we knew it was God's will for us to be together um and we just had that peace it didn't matter what came in our path we were able to get through it and something I do want to say is love is never confusing and the right one and the right relationship shouldn't be confusing that was something that in relationships I'd had in the past it just seemed like got to a point where I hit a wall I was confused I wasn't sure if it was right I would think it was right and then I wasn't really sure and I would second guess myself if you're having to do that and you're kind of dancing around that it might not be the one God has for you because when it's right, love is not confusing. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing and always follow the peace of God. Always listen for his still small voice when it comes to relationships. And I hope and plan to do a lot more um, episodes on dating and mm -hmm. just waiting for that right one and talking about, you know, different topics and different things we go through as young people. Um, but that's just something that I definitely wanted to throw in there that... You know, we definitely, it's not like our whole dating experience was absolutely 100% perfect because it was God's will. God right, still right. let us go through things that drew us closer to each other, but most importantly, closer to him. Um, and so we got engaged 
for six months. We got married on August 29th of mm-hmm. 2020. We had a COVID wedding. Yeah. Again, <laughs> something we can probably do a whole nother episode on all the things that went wrong <laughs> with our wedding because yeah, every of COVID. Couple, <laughs> every couple should have a list of everything that goes wrong when they're trying to plan a wedding. Yes, when people say somebody's going to get a flat tire, it's going to happen. It happened it to happened. us. Like <laughs> Things always plan for extra time on your wedding day because things are going to happen mm-hmm. and just and then getting married in the middle of COVID was absolutely crazy. So I'm sure we will talk about that a whole lot more. Um, Some things also just that we want to leave you guys with is, you know, when you are thinking about dating someone, I know our story, it seems like, oh, wow, you know, he wasn't saved and then got saved and God just worked all of that out. Um, And I think girls especially get into a lot of dangerous ground here where they think, you know, oh, he might not be saved or he might not believe exactly like I believe, but I'll just go ahead and date him and I can change him or he'll change for me or, you know, hopefully God will save him. Do not ever do that. That is so dangerous. And I always, you know, like I said, I made it very clear to Cameron, I cannot let my feelings, you know, I cannot let that get involved, you know, because this is what I believe. And God came first in my life. I had to set in my mind and my heart that it didn't matter how cute I thought he was, how handsome he was, how attracted I was to him, if he wasn't saved, if he wasn't going to be pursuing after God the way I was, it wasn't going to work. And I had set that in my heart and mind. So that is something I want to encourage, especially girls, you know, don't think you're going to change him because that's not how God intends it to be. You know, yes, it might be that God is going to save him. That's what God did for me. But that's not how all of these stories end. And I've seen way too many girls rush into relationships thinking I'll change him or hopefully he'll get saved after we get start dating or get or after we get engaged or after we get married maybe he'll get saved do not do that to yourself that's not how God has intended it to be um set in your mind that this is God is more important and this is the way that you know I want to live my life I want to follow God's word And no boy, no man is ever going to change that. If you purpose that in your heart, God will bless that and he will bring you that right one into your life. So that is just definitely something that we want to encourage everyone. Um, Don't think that you're going to change them. You need to make sure you're being obedient to God's word and then he will work all things together for his good and for his glory. Right. Um, And we definitely, we had safeguards in Mm -hmm. our relationship, which is something we will talk about more. You know, we always had a chaperone with us. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't kiss until we got married we didn't hug and hold hands and all of that which we will get into all of that in other episodes but you know place safeguards in your relationship to keep yourself pure um the flesh is so real and that is just something we want to make sure that we are putting out there um make sure you are having those safeguards yeah and the flesh the flesh is just you're still living in that same flesh, whether you're saved or lost, you're still living in that same flesh, you still have those same temptations, and just having those safeguards is definitely a blessing to be able to say, like, you know, yes, we had chaperones, and we always had them with us, but they were a blessing to us because it helped our hearts remain pure, it helped our thoughts remain pure, and that was just a huge part in 
our dating experience was, you know, we saved our first kiss for the day that we got married, um, which was very special for both of us. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that that is all that we have for you guys. This might have been a little bit longer of an episode, um, but we had a lot to cover. We hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and rate us. We are also uploading these podcasts to YouTube. Our channel will be linked below. If you don't have time for an entire podcast episode, check out the 60-second Bible Food for Thought on our YouTube page. If you are listening on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. Feel free to email us at littleismuchmerch at gmail.com if you have any specific topics you would like for us to cover in a future episode or if you would like to just say hi. On some of our podcast episodes, we leave a Q&A on Spotify. We'd love it if you would participate. We appreciate you listening. And remember, little is much when God is in it.